New Thinking Aloud, conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with parapsychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello and welcome. I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today I'd like to talk about the theory of cognitive dissonance and the book written in 1956 by the great sociologist Leon Festinger and his colleagues. The book is titled, When Prophecy Fails. You know, I had a similar experience to the, the one described in the book, and I'll tell you my experience first. This took place back in uh, the mid-1970s. I have uh, friends who are UFO cultists, uh, one woman a lady named Valerie who had worked in the White House under Gerald Ford in his uh, Whip Inflation Now program. She had an office, as I recall, in the basement of the White House, but she was a trance channeler and she was getting messages from uh, what she called the boys upstairs. And um, so she had invited a group of people I was there with uh, my wife, Janelle, to uh, the desert in uh, the Mojave Desert in Southern California, 29 Palms, and she was going to channel UFO entities. And uh, in this channeling, she got a message saying that the UFOs were going to come and meet us at three in the morning out in the middle of the desert. And we got into Jeeps. We we're riding across the desert. Valerie had said there will be four UFOs coming in for to greet us there. And, you know, I was skeptical. But as we were driving out in the middle of the night, in the middle of the desert, I could see four lights in a formation, slowly descending over the desert floor. And I can tell you, my mouth dropped open. I could hardly believe what I was seeing. The irony is, it turned out that uh, there's a marine base nearby, uh, 29 Palms, and the military uh, were out on maneuvers that night. And what we were looking at were military flares, not UFOs at all, but it so closely matched uh, the prediction that I thought it was a very interesting synchronicity. And psychic phenomena often work this way. They're kind of partial hits. And you might say that's what happened in the study of Festinger. There was a group led by a trance channeler, a lady named Dorothy Martin. In the book, she's referred to as Mrs. Keach, who engaged in automatic writing. And through her automatic writing, she had received messages from the planet Clarion telling her that the world, our world, was going to end on the 21st of December, 1954, but that they believed UFOs were going to land and pick them up. This was reported in the newspapers, and sociologists descended upon the group with the idea to see, let's see what happens when their prophecy doesn't come true. It will be an interesting experiment. And what did happen was that a number of people left the group. They decided that this, uh, uh, you know, their prophecy wasn't confirmed, their prophet wasn't a true prophet, and they're out. Other people, however, actually became more fervent believers 
uh, they began proselytizing for the group. And Dorothy Martin actually had a career as a, a trance channeler, as a mystical leader of, of different esoteric organizations right up until her death in 1992. And so, Festinger developed a theory of cognitive dissonance in which he indicated that when a prophecy fails, people's beliefs can become even more fervent, even more strong if the following conditions are met. The belief has to be held with deep conviction, and it has to be related to some sort of an action a person will take. At best is an action that cannot be undone, and the belief must be sufficiently specific, sufficiently concerned with real-world events so that it can be unequivocally refuted or confirmed. And the person Holding the belief has to, of course, recognize what has occurred. They, they must uh, understand that uh, the belief was disconfirmed. And finally, there has to be a social support system. A single individual probably won't do this all by themselves, but if a group of people all hold the beliefs, that way, their belief can be strengthened by a prophecy that is disconfirmed. So, you see, when the world didn't end with Dorothy Martin's group in 1954 on the winter solstice, the people in the group got another message through automatic writing that because of the fervency of their prayers, the um, Powerful aliens on the planet Clarion decided to spare the Earth. And uh, because of that, they felt the time had come to reach out and uh, proselytize the uh, great work of the uh, channeler, Mrs. Martin. Now, today we are facing a situation not so different from that one. I can tell you a, a few more details. For example, there were a lot of synchronicities that held that group together. And ironically, people I personally knew were involved in that group. Andrea Puharich, about whom I've done a separate monologue. I am going to link uh, right now if you're interested to my monologue about Andrea Puharich. Um, my friend, Arthur Young, about who I've done a monologue, my mentor and friend, uh, he didn't interact directly with Dorothy Martin, but he interacted with Andrea Puharich. And Puharich was also receiving channelings, messages uh, coming through a channeler, supposedly from UFO-related uh, entities called the Nine, and the Nine had directed him to go and contact Dorothy Martin and, and uh, make an acquaintance with that group and other UFO groups as well. So, uh, there were synchronistic connections that caused these meetings that tended to reinforce the belief system. Now, what's happening today is quite unusual. I'm recording this video on December 9th. We're right in the period in between the 2020 election and the inauguration scheduled for January 20th, 19, or excuse me, 2021. But there's some doubt 
as to who won the election. There are people who fervently believe that the election results are quite clear that Joe Biden won the election and will be inaugurated. There are other people, and I know some of these people. In fact, I've interviewed some of these people who feel that no, the Biden people are trying to steal the election and Trump actually won. Some people would suggest he won by a landslide and that all he had, the evidence is clear and compelling. And uh, although at this point in time, it has been rejected, um, I think over 28 times or more by the courts, they're still filing court petitions and will probably continue to do so right up until the end. So on January 20th, one of these two men will be inaugurated as president of the United States. And there will be a group of supporters for the person who was not inaugurated who believe that that person was the legitimate winner of the presidency of the election and should have been inaugurated. Now, the question is, will they hold that belief or will they, in the face of disconfirmatory evidence, agree that their expectations, that their prophecy, their prediction, their belief was false? You know, when I saw the flares and I came to realize they were not UFOs, I modified my belief. It was never a strongly held belief to begin with. But I can tell you, and I bet you also know, people who held a very strong, very strong, deep conviction that either Donald Trump or Joe Biden is the rightful president-elect of the United States at this point of time. And some of you are, know people who are so deeply committed they've taken action. Uh, for example, General Flynn has told Donald Trump he should declare martial law if the courts don't agree with him that uh, he is the rightful president. And there are uh, people I know who agree with Flynn that the proper constitutional response to such a, a terrible thing as stealing an election would be to declare martial law. There are groups of such people, as a matter of fact. I know participants in these groups. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I can tell you there are people I've interviewed who are participating in these groups. They have very specific beliefs. And let us say hypothetically, as the courts seem to be indicating at this point in time that Joe Biden is inaugurated, there will be Donald Trump supporters whose belief in the claims made by Donald Trump that he uh, was cheated out of an election, that a massive fraud occurred, that millions of votes were changed illegally, and that the courts are so corrupt, uh, and that the uh, mainstream media is so corrupt, that the pollsters are so corrupt, that the only proper response is going to be a civil war or a, um, a coup. And uh, these people have social support. So you could say that all the criteria listed 
by Leon Festinger in his book, When Prophecy Fails, will be fulfilled and these people will become even more fervent in their belief that Donald Trump has been cheated out of the rightful presidency of the United States of America. In fact, I'm sure anybody listening to this video right now, if they were to go on the internet, would be able to listen to videos or blogs or other websites that are making precisely this claim at this moment. So, if Festinger's theory of cognitive dissonance is correct. What we can expect is that people who don't have such a deep conviction, let us say they are supporting either Trump or Biden, but their support is moderate. They're willing to say, you know, the courts should decide whatever the courts say, I'll accept. Those people will, if their candidate is not inaugurated, will change their mind. I uh, can tell you as a liberal Democrat, I uh, voted for the Democratic candidate. And if the courts were to actually decide that massive fraud occurred, I, I'd be unhappy about it. I uh, might be in disbelief for a while, but I would say they must have weighed the evidence carefully to make such a weighty decision. And, and I'd go along with it. I'd Maybe I wouldn't be happy, but I would go along with it. And I think on the other side, there are Trump supporters who would have preferred for Trump to be inaugurated, but uh, he's not winning the court battles. And if things continue the way they are now, those people are likely to say, we lost. Trump was wrong. He thought that he had been cheated out of the presidency, but the courts have looked at it and actually uh, Biden is the legitimate winner of the election. That's, we're probably talking about the great bulk of people. But for those people who are fervently committed, who have taken action, who have urged their friends and colleagues to take up arms, their belief will become even stronger if Festinger's theory of cognitive dissonance is correct. Either way, the implications for the future governance of the United States of America are quite profound. It's leaving me with a lot to think about, and I'll leave you with a lot to think about as well. What will be the future of our country if a large group of people fail to accept the result of the inauguration this coming January. Thank you for being with me.